1: Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash.
0: Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities,
1: they're trash.
0: But the astrology can help us understand.
1: Transmission incoming. Greetings, Trashlings, and Lushanatova. Tova. -tova. Is that how you say it?
0: I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, it's like clitoris, clitoris, you know?
1: It's sort of like...
0: (laughs) There's different ways.
1: I wasn't sure if you were using like a Hebrew accent or a Jeff Spicoli accent. Ah!
0: Yes, Spicoli, probably not a Jew, but I do think that his genes would be nice to sort of bring into the fold before we don't have sinuses anymore, all the Jewish on Jewish action here.
1: Definitely. I mean, he's got that vibe that... Northern Italian vibe. Ends with a vowel but blonde. That's northern Italian usually. Okay,
0: good to wow. Yeah. So okay, yeah. If any Northern Italian olies want Jewish children, I am single.
1: Yeah. And uh welcome to Space Trash.
0: Welcome to Space Trash. It is Yom Kippur, arguably the most important. High of the high holy days. It is observed with a fast and an atonement of our sins and the blowing of the shofar. I have already kind of botched the fast because I went to Starbucks and I have
1: my little cold. I was going to, s- first of all, is that just a glass of milk from Starbucks? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a vanilla cold foam iced latte.
1: What's cold foam?
0: It's like they, they like. <sighs> Like they take the foam and they put it on top and they drip it like it like seeps into the coffee. I mean, honestly, it's like sort of just coffee kitsch, but it's basically like the cold foam seeps. Through and into the coffee in a in a wonderfully harmonious way, and in a different world and a different life when I'm not using this top and I pick it up right when the mobile order's ready. There's like you know you kind of get like a, a Doctor Evil Belgium dip out of it. Sometimes the cold foam remains at the top and you get a little on your knobs. <laughs> you get a little on your knobs.
1: I'm Molly Mulshine. She's Sarah Armor,
0: and we are atoning for our sins.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm. I mean, I don't know if I am or not. I'm feeling pretty cocky today, so it, t- this is not an atonement day for me.
0: I. Feel feel like Yom Kippur is like the it's like the mega holiday of what the Catholics do all year round.
1: Right. I feel guilty every single day. And right. somehow today my powers are sensing that all my Jewish friends are atoning and it's right. embo- It's emboldening me like I've never yes. been emboldened before. Like I'm sitting exactly. in my house and I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to be famous. Like, I can't believe that I am <laughs> going to be Joan Rivers and Meryl Streep rolled into one, and it's just my choice which one I become.
0: That's exactly right. And and I'm not even... Your choice, which one you become, you're Molly plus the two of them. What an incredible hybrid. If you could be Molly plus Joan plus Meryl, like we need that combination of personalities to come together and express through you. So I feel like thank you so much for being so guilty and atoning every day of your life so that now on this day of atonement, you're like, actually, I'm pretty atoned.
1: I'm actually the tri-state trifecta. I'm a tri-state yes. Trinity. Me, yeah. Meryl, and Joan. We're going to get into the Kanye West, Candace Owens, Gigi Hadid, whole entire mess. It's a thruple. huge mess. We're-
0: the thruple.
1: Yeah, we're going to get into the drama. We're going to get into their charts. I'm dying to know how Candace, Gigi, and Kanye compare chart-wise. But Sarah, please tell me I need to know what atoning looks like for you. And what do you feel well, guilty about? Oh, yeah. You never feel guilty. So I want to know what you feel guilty about.
0: It's not that I never feel guilty. It's- The Jews basically put all of the guilt into just like a piggy bank that we then crack open on this day,
1: you know? Repression. Ooh, I love a bit of repression. It's
0: sort of a repressed repression because I don't think we brand it as repression, but I do think it's like, okay, 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 like I'll atone for that on Yom Kippur, like, you know? So, On this day, where hypothetically we are supposed to fast, we are supposed to feel the hunger and the pain of our ancestors, and we are meant to realize how lucky we are that we don't have to walk through the desert with unleavened bread on our backs, just praying for survival. It's a day of atonement. Like I am sorry for what a bratty little bitch I've been. Like you guys, the real Jews of of days of yore, really like suffered and like. How lucky am I that I get to live in this totally nourished, satiated way? But today, on this day, we feel the hunger of our ancestors, and we acknowledge how much we have, and the privilege that we have, and the the resources that we have at our fingertips. And we just say, like, I am sorry for you know the ways that I've been a little bitch this past year, the ways that I have overlooked my privilege, the things that I have made into big deals that maybe aren't big deals when we're actually looking at it in terms of, like, starvation versus not.
1: That is so healthy and amazing. It's like you're doing a whole year of gratitude Mm -hmm. list in one day. Mm -hmm. None of the Catholic holidays have that sort of level of historic, like seeing that there's a timeline our holidays are all like Jesus was born or Jesus died you know and it's it's not like what has changed since those events it's just how can we like worship him more it's kind of it's got nothing to do with really uh, we never have a spirit of abundance in Catholicism ever 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 we have the guilt of you should be you should feel lucky because you're alive but we don't have this thing of like look at your ancestors and how they were flailing and now you can buy a latte yeah Yeah. we could we could use a dose of that
0: yeah and i and i actually think i mean i can't speak to like conservative orthodox hasidic like i can only speak to reform judaism as that is how i was raised but Mm -hmm. i think if you were to track all of the jewish holidays that from the reform perspective that are celebrated there's very much an emphasis on history and tradition and i think reform judaism is kind of cool because like it does continue to modernize there's like I don't remember the stat but there's more there's like some huge amount of female rabbis in the reformed tradition like Judaism is very much about tradition and remembering and looking back and it does always evolve and then it always has us look back I'm so lucky to be here and we're so lucky to be the
1: chosen people you guys are the chosen people because we're static in Catholicism we actually can't evolve because if we we were to evolve we would be Protestants like those are the right. ones that oh are my God, trying
0: so interesting yeah
1: they're the ones that are trying to evolve like we can only evolve if the pope says it's okay and if you evolve in any other way you're not catholic
0: okay so what you're just saying basically though is like the reformed jews are like the protestant jews of
1: the jews yeah but also there's a lot of wackadoodle protestants you know what i mean like none of these crazy christian church shooters in the u.s are catholic don't i mean someone fact check that for me but like it's kind of the the born again christians they are they're the
0: most terrifying by far.
1: Yeah, they're they're a sect that tried to evolve past Catholicism. So yeah. like, for us, it's not a catch-all for being more enlightened. It's just kind of like I don't know different ways of doing it. Mm, but uh, mm, indeed, yeah, and we're really just kind of stuck in this Michael Shannon and Boardwalk Empire whipping on the back <laughs> scenario twenty-four-seven until we die. That's kind of like our vibe.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that like if we were just gonna you know, kind of like blend the tradition and sort of create a hybrid kind of like you, Meryl and Joan of like calf, calf reform Judeo tradition. It would just be like, everybody take this day to just observe and reflect and connect to the higher power source within you and just go like, Hey, wait, whoa. Yeah. We do get to feast all the fucking time. We do get to live in this life of relative luxury. And mm-hmm. today, like decide what your charity is going to be. Decide what you're going to give this year. You know, it's a fact that givers are getters. Givers are, are receivers, but but we all try to go the other way, you know? So it's like, what can you give? Not what can you do, but who do we want to give more to so that we all live in this space of collective abundance it's very nice yeah it's kind of bullshit i hope that's correct what i
1: think okay one last question when did yom kippur start because were the people in the desert with the unleavened bread were they just like well we're fucked or were they looking back at someone even before them who didn't even have a desert
0: looking back before them they're like oh my god those poor jewish aliens just wandering across space
1: Right. They're like, oh, my God. Remember when we were tadpoles?
0: Right. Literally. They're like, we didn't have legs to walk the
1: desert, let alone a desert. OK, so it's always been a looking backward. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: always a looking
1: backward. At tragedy. OK, cool. Yeah. I feel enough. like all the Jewish
0: holidays sort of have a hint of like, remember, we were slaves. Remember how bad things were. And it's sort of like I do think it's a, a large component of like the Jewish personality in general. But um you know done right this is like the big day of looking back and atoning and otherwise just like go forth and you know commit crimes whatever
1: so it's like not really fun no none of the Jewish holidays are fun not even Hanukkah Hanukkah is not really a real Jewish holiday Hanukkah is right. like
0: a, sure it's fun but like it's it's a response to crisp. the real Jewish holidays are like Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and Passover and they're all really about looking back and remembering how bad things were
1: <laughs> mm, okay yep one thing we can look back at and remember how good it was is Kim and Kanye's marriage and Kanye's public persona.
0: Yes, he's he's definitely had a public persona journey, I would say, and there were some glory days.
1: Yeah, like if he was any religion, if his trajectory was an allegory for any religion, it would not be Judaism. No. It would be what? Mormonism? Just everyone being like, what is with this guy in his magic underwear?
0: I actually think Mormonism is a great call because he also was just like the church of me, like the church, like Joseph's followers followers come to Montana.
1: Right. He's like, exactly. Like the Joseph Smith guy. He was just like, yeah, I'm going to Utah. And like, even though it was only like five years ago, he's like, trust me, I'm a prophet. And it's like, and if it wasn't for social media, who knows? Maybe Kanye would pull it off. But here's what's going on. Okay. Kanye is showing his collection in Paris for fashion week, which is unexpected. I mean, that just goes to show you how New York fashion week is dead as a doornail. No one cares about New York fashion anymore. There are no big stars in New York fashion. It's embarrassing. Uh, Kanye didn't even want to show there. He showed in Paris. Kanye obviously has always loved Paris, but it's a statement. So he at the show, he and I don't know if it was all the models or most of them were T-shirts. The front had Pope John Paul on it. Oh, and the I missed that. Yeah, and the the quote was like "Let us follow your example" in a, in a Spanish or something. And the back of the shirt said "White Lives Matter." Uh-huh. So, Candace Owens, who is a notorious right wing firebrand, uh, some would say grifter. <laughs> we don't know. We don't. You know, we don't know what's in her heart. We don't know if she believes the things she's saying. That's I true. Mean, he keeps up a remarkably consistent system of beliefs in her content that she pushes. So I don't know. I think she really thinks this. It's not like there's no black conservatives in the world. In fact, it's kind of offensive to think that. And that's why the democratic party is imploding because they take the black vote for granted and they don't do anything for black people. I mean, to have a, a backlash in the form of having this woman become really popular for saying stuff like this. I mean, it's not, it's not shocking. So Candace Owens and Kanye have sort of been, you know, eyeing each other publicly for a few years now. He tweeted something in 2018, I think, that was like, I really like the way Candace Owens thinks. She did something, a couple, you can read all of this in Newsweek, by the way. The reporting has been stellar about the Excellent. history between the two of them and all of the stuff that's going on. She, just a few days ago, was ranting about how Kim is such a piece of shit for showing her butt on a magazine cover or whatever. Obviously, well, she also
0: said that during the Ray J sort of revived controversy that Kim was a prostitute and that Chris is a pimp.
1: Yeah, she's one of these really moralistic sort of Reagan era throwback figures. Yes. She just sits with her webcam in with her. It's impeccably art directed, impeccably styled. She's impeccably put together. The lighting is always great. And she just kind of rants about what she's offended by and like she was yeah. really annoyed that Lizzo twerked with the James Madison crystal flute last week and right. it's like well James Madison was a slave owner like why are we why do we care what someone's doing with his flute like right. shove shove it up someone's ass for all i care you know <laughs> What are we supposed to you're supposed to never play this stupid flute again? Like, who cares? It's a flute. So she just kind of is offended all the time. She's a big fan of railing against hip hop culture. She thinks it promotes drug use. And I'm having a really hard time thinking of words today because I didn't get much sleep last night. No, you're
0: nailing it. But yeah, that's correct. She's, She's actually like it almost seems that she's anti what we know as black culture, period.
1: Right. She thinks hip hop promotes promiscuity. Mm-hmm. That's the word I was groping for promiscuity, drug use, violence. Like these are all the drums that she's beating. And it's like, well, yeah, all popular music that kids like kind of promotes those things. You know, Definitely. she and Kanye are photographed wearing the White Lives Matter T-shirts together and like grinning like they are the cat that ate the canary. <clears throat> so I think everyone was pretty united in Ignoring this stunt. Mm -hmm. It was like a deafening silence. No one with a blue check was posting about this. Oh shit. People were really, I mean, I'm sure there were a couple, but for the most part, I think people were just like, we cannot dignify this with a response. We can't give it any oxygen. Like we can't do this. So I think what happened then is that Kanye realized that, um, his little gamble wasn't paying off. So he decided to target a vogue editor who was at his show
0: okay yeah so this is where i got lost because i thought it was yeah okay so yeah what was this
1: so gabriella i think it's gabriella kafira johnson um she is a stylist and a Vogue like editor at large and she she wrote that she was offended um that it was a very stupid stunt she really didn't like it um you know obviously in a much more well written way than that she wrote it all over her her Instagram and he decided to post a picture of her attending a fashion show on his Instagram and again, this woman is not famous. She's really a private citizen. She is one of the background workers of the fashion industry, even though she's a star within that within that industry. For Kanye to be picking on her is punching down. He posted a picture of her outfit and made fun of it and was like, you know, look at these shoes. I know Anna Winter doesn't approve of these shoes. Like he was being- Oh my god, so... he's literally
0: acting like the body language body.
1: Yeah, he is. And he was just being so petty and so mean. And that's, I think, when people were like. It was really actually amazing to see so many people in the fashion industry immediately call him t- to task and be like, you're being a bully. You are being terrible. This woman, you invited her to your show to publicize it and talk about it and give her opinion on it. She gave her opinion and you're sending your millions and millions of fans after her. Like,
0: So what was her opinion? Just that like, she liked it until the shirts?
1: Yeah, and that the shirts were just an empty provocation and it doesn't mean anything. And it's which, pathetic. okay, so
0: my take was the same. Like before that even all happened, when I saw the shirts, I just laughed. I was like, okay, cool. And I thought, if anything, he was trying to make a comment on and get us like in a tizzy about like the power of fashion.
1: Right. I don't even think it was that. I think he's just trolling because
0: he's just trolling. He's a Pisces moon. Pisces are the trolls
1: and he's a gemini. He's so a gemini like,
0: pisces. His chart is the ultimate troll.
1: Yeah, so then he he posted something that said we all knew BLM was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome. So the thing about that is the there's two versions of Black Lives Matter. There's the movement which is obviously incredibly powerful and resonant because it's it's needed. And then there's the actual 501c3 organization, which has had some shady accounting go on. So, and it has the same name as the movement. So he's probably talking about that. That's kind of his fig leaf for pretending that he was making a really big statement. You know what I mean? And being like, I'm actually the one that's fighting for black lives because this, this organization is corrupt. And it's like, no, you, if you, if that was really your stance, White Lives Matter wouldn't have been the way to get that across. And the thing that really makes me see that this is a troll is that now he's just talking about his family.
0: Wait, what has he said about his family?
1: Oh, my God. Okay, so this has all been breaking in real time over the past, like, three hours. Oh, my God,
0: tell me everything. I missed it.
1: um, Also, he in one of the photos he posted on his story, now, I can't verify this because the photo was gone before I was able to try and find it. Someone took it and put it in a photo editing software and change the exposure. And a second message popped up on the bottom, like a, what is that thing? Puzzle, miracle eye, crazy eye. Magic eye. Magic eye crazy eye. Um, (laughs) It it pops up another message at the bottom that says I just thought it would be funny for a black person to tell a white person their life matters. I did
0: see that. The first thought I had was like oh this is just like Kim has diarrhea more than most people 2.0. Oh
1: my god I forgot about that. But
0: apparently he didn't say that. Apparently that was like somebody was pranking and like said like Kanye already took this down but check out this shot and then he made another post on his that was like lol I want to be friends with whoever made that rumor up but no I did not post that Kim has more diarrhea Uh, than most
1: people. (laughs) That's funny. But the thing is, like, I don't think... He has diarrhea. Yeah, nothing that he's doing (laughs) is really rooted in any sort of bigger social call to action or justice or civil rights like he looks at every single thing in the culture as clay to be molded. Yes. And he always has and he will always trample on people's idols and do things that offend people. He took Strange Fruit, the Billie Holiday song that is about, it's one of the most like poignant and sad and incredible songs in American history. It's about lynchings and he made it a song about like having sex with kim kardashian like he took that and sampled it Mm -hmm. it was a song about like hate fucking his wife Mm. so this is the reverence he has for things zero he has no reverence for For anything. anything
0: except maybe arguably his kids although he's exploiting them too even with this like white lives matter you know act out I think if anything, the one conversation that he wants us to know that he does have reverence for or that he is honoring is this conversation like I am a billionaire and like I actually know what's what in terms of like business and corporate and whatever. So I think like for him, the fact that the Black Lives Matter movement and the Black Lives Matter LLC or whatever S Corp are different in his mind, he gets to put them together and go, you guys don't know what they're doing with your stupid money. I know what they're doing with the stupid money and you're st- Stupid for giving them your stupid money. He just wants to be like Mr. Monopoly. Yeah.
1: And it's also very much a not like other girls kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a cool girl thing, but yes. Right. Right. Like he's trying to be like, Oh, I'm not like the black lives matter people. Like I I'm for capitalism and the system. And like, you know, I broke in because I worked hard and the the reason other people don't is because they're looking for handouts and welfare. It's like the same thing that all Republicans try to say. And he's mm-hmm. just putting sort of like this racial spin on it. Yeah, totally. And it's really, it's just like, Kanye, come on. Like, we know you're a smart guy. How can you actually believe that? Like, you're a smart guy. You're a once in a lifetime talent. Even the people that hate you admit that. Well, they're starting not to because like, drop a single that charts maybe. <laughs> yep. You no, know, for since the life of Pablo, it's empty provocation. He doesn't yeah. think, and he even said it in that hidden message. Whether that was real or not, it rings true because yes, he's he's like an emperor just pushing people around. He's watching the gladiators fight just to amuse himself. Yes, and and like that's what he was doing with calling out this fashion editor. Is just he knew that that was like he's throwing chum in the water and everyone's gonna go crazy. So after that happened, one of the first people to speak up was Gigi Hadid, and she wrote. Okay. So she was just posting Gabriella on her story and like a bunch of fashion people were doing the same thing, voicing their support for her. Um, Gigi had wrote a comment on one of Kanye's pages telling him what a dummy he is, whatever. I mean, you know, it was basically
0: very- just like, you're a bully.
1: Yeah. She was like, you're a bully. You're, you're being terrible. Lauren Hill and One of Bob Marley's son's daughter, she posted that, like, people need to stop following the hive mind and they need to wake up. She defended the fact that she walked in the show and wore it. You know who else wore it, Sarah? (laughs) Amelia Gray Hamlin. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well she's like yeah I agree white lives matter. Right. She's like then, yeah like- for sure finally a merch I can
1: get behind. Right and Irina Shake and it's like oh my god like Irina Shake put a bunch of pictures after the fact like celebrating that she was like in the show and and then deleted it. It's like come on. Think about these things. It's also a question of, you know, he's one of the biggest designers you can walk for. I was going to say, I
0: I think I would have worn it if if I was hired to do that and that was part of the show. I mean, I think no matter what, especially at this point, like maybe Kim didn't know when she actually married him. But like, I think at this point, the one thing that we can expect from Kanye is that he is not aiming for politically correct. Right. Like, so when you walk for him or when you work with him, I think it's fair to assume that like, There will be some kind of drama or controversy, at least in the press, that comes along with the signing of that contract, because that's sort of what he's turned his brand into.
1: Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people would argue that White Lives Matter is like a bit of a hate slogan. So there's a difference between like, oh, he's going to make me get my tits out and like wear combat boots and nothing else. And he's going to make me wear... Well, but
0: I think that's why it's so controversial and why he would be interested in doing it because it's a hate slogan, but coming from these, you know, Kanye with the cosign of this other major black pundit. If this was a white show and it was all white designers and you were wearing White Lives Matter shirt, it would be absolutely hate crime level because it's Kanye with Candace. I think the message becomes more about like the media, the press, the corporations, the, the idiot right. the idiot peasants that just follow whatever. Like whether you were right, behind like, Hive Mind or not, participating in Black Lives Matter and a White Lives Matter Kanye coup, both are, are still Hive Mind.
1: Yes, exactly. They're both different types of Hive. Mine. like when I read Lauren Hill's daughter's thing, I was like, I don't even really know whose side she's on right but that's exactly
0: right. And I think Kanye would say the same. Kanye would say, yeah, we're wearing this shirt just to make a point that or like even what, I did watch Candace's thing and it's like she's basically saying like open your eyes, sheep. Like, we're just doing this to get your attention that you don't know anything. And it's like, right. and it's, right. it,
1: you're doing it to get our attention. OK, let's pretend that Kanye had noble intentions and he wanted to expose the corrupt, the alleged corruption behind Black Lives Matter, the the group not the movement Mm -hmm. let's pretend that's the case well here's what he's done since then he's made fun of pete davidson Mm -hmm. he's shit on Gigi hadid he's gotten Mm -hmm. in a fight with vogue he (laughs) like he's done nothing to expose that he said one little message that was like oh it's over it's a scam and he hasn't even touched on it again it was truly just provocation and something that i was saying in work is this is so interesting because normally he does these antics in the lead up to a project and then the project comes out and we forget because we're now looking looking. We, we look at what the project was. We forget all the crazy shit. And then he just basks in the glory. Yes. This time he was being kind of normal in the lead up to this presentation and all hell is breaking loose literally at the fashion show. So that's a new thing. He's yeah, switching stuff it like on us.
0: Well, but he's smart. I mean, he is a smart businessman. I mean, I do think that his only real, I think he's committed to art. I think he's committed to capital. And I think he's committed to fucking with people and just getting a rise out of people. And I think like, to me, when I saw it, I was like, oh, cute. Aren't you cute? Like, just rabble-rousing at Passion Fair. Passion Ferris Week. <laughs> just what? rabble-rousing at Paris Fashion Week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Because I, I think the other thing, too, about all of the fashion weeks, whether it's New York, Paris or whatever, is that like there's a certain like exclusivity to it. There's a certain cachet. It's like, I got to walk on Bubba. I got to do this. I got right. to do that. I think he's kind of saying like, OK, I'm going to now go the other way. I'm not I'm not going to just be like another fashion show that like people are dying to get into and have a comment about. He's like, hey, like, don't worry about it. Come if you're going to come. And then he's like, surprise, white lives matter. And it actually is flipping the whole experience of what people want. Walking out of a fashion event would say
1: also it's like kanye you went out of your way to a, to do this presentation at one of the most historically white events in history paris fashion go watch paris is burning to learn <laughs> how like america did for all its faults spearhead having black and brown people be involved in the fashion industry like Paris, all the European houses, they held on to that extreme white and, and the, the American fashion industry is still extremely white. Don't get me wrong, but it's, it's a little more diverse. It's like Paris fashion week. Kanye, we know you think white lives matter. You're at Paris fashion week. <laughs> like, right. you, don't need to, you don't need to tell us. You know what I mean? Like, only the dumbest of the dumb people are looking at those shirts and being like, yes, Kanye said my life matters. I knew white lives mattered. Like, no one is taking it at face value except for, like, dodos.
0: And maybe I'm giving it too much credit here, but I think that's also the point. Just because white people are out there saying black lives matter doesn't actually mean that anything about, about, like, the white behavior will change. Or yeah, I, think, that's a- I think that's the point. The point is that, like... Like now I'm making this declaration and you're going to automatically know that it doesn't mean shit and not to get too excited. I'm not I'm not actually celebrating your white life. And yet I think that's I think I think it was a comment on how how empty the Black Lives Matter movement and the merch associated made him feel.
1: That's fair that's fair I mean if that's his opinion that's definitely a fair opinion to have I'm not one to like comment on that but let's go through the comments the things that he actually said the things that everyone said and I think it'll disprove that pretty quickly because he's just talking shit okay so this is from Ryan Smith at Newsweek he's been covering this Doggedly Global Vogue contributing editor Gabriella Karifa Johnson posted that the runway stunt was pure violence here's what her post said it's become clear that some viewers think that my previous post can my wording, my working evolving thoughts on Kanye's show was some sort of justification, blah, 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 blah. It wasn't the t-shirts this man conceived, produced, and shared with the world are pure violence. There is no excuse. There is no art here. I'm sorry I failed to make that clear. I thought I did. I do think if you ask Kanye, he'd say there was art and revolution and all of the things in that t-shirt. There isn't. So Kanye then posts mean spirit thing about her sense of style. Um, Gigi Hadid commented. You wish you had a, to Kanye, you wish you had a percentage of her intellect. You have no idea, haha, as if the honor of being invited to your show should keep someone from giving their opinion. LOL, you're a bully and a joke. Incredible words. And I think Bella walked in the show.
0: (laughs) Ha ha
1: ha ha. So that's interesting.
0: You think Gigi would not have worn
1: it and she would have bailed? I think so. I don't know if Bella wore it or not. Don't quote me. He posted a picture of her the day before. I mean, the entire show has been swallowed up by this stunt. Like normally when he does all the drama in the beginning, people are looking and they care about the designs. Like that's what happened with Madison Square Garden. It happens with all of his shows. And because people were like, oh, actually, this collection is pretty cool. But this time people were starting to look at the collection. And then as this all erupted, everyone was like, never mind. So we don't even know what the clothes look like. So then Julia Fox, who dated him, wrote Queen on one of Gabriella's stories, the uh, editor who she who he attacked. Z-Way stepped in like all these people were like Vogue needs to to uh, rally around her. So, OK, that's. Gabriella, who I think we're going to leave out of this because she's it, for all intents and purposes, a private citizen. Like,
0: yeah, we she doesn't want any of this.
1: Yeah, she doesn't want any of this. She's not trying to be a lightning rod for like Kanye's latest publicity stunt. So but that's the story with Gigi and Kanye. So what happens next? Well I'm I am gonna say Gabriella did meet with Kanye. And according to Kanye, Baz Lerman shot the meeting and is going to release it. So I mean stay tuned for that update because God do we knows- have any
0: do we have any post from Baz Lerman reporting back from Paris? That's it's so no. funny. Like, what but a... Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, lol, okay. Then Kanye posted. Now, this is where Kanye starts to give up on the guise of pretending that he's making a political statement.
0: Right. And
1: he posted, the children are our future. I wonder what Gigi and Venus's perspectives were when I didn't know. I don't know what Venus he's talking about. When I didn't know where my child was on her birthday, Gabby told me that she disagreed with that. And that's me putting it in a nice way. She said it was on her group chats. So he's like, Gabby said it when I met up with her, Gabriella, (laughs) the woman I made fun of. She said she agrees with me that I should have been invited to North's birthday. It's like, yeah, I'm sure she was just like nodding along because... You know, and he said, so why did everyone Kanye, feel- I came
0: here to tell you it was fucked up about North's birthday? Thank you right. God, for coming all this way to let me know.
1: Right. So why? This is what him still Kanye why did everyone feel so free to attack me about my t-shirt but candace owens was the only public figure to say that it was wrong for the kardashians to keep me from seeing my daughter or we just chime in when we want to tear a black man down for actually having a different political opinion and for all audience so outraged about my t-shirt where was you when i couldn't see my kids like you're using the kids as a like as a pawn to make this weird fucked up statement i went public in hope of public support at that time so then a couple minutes later chloe posts none of the Kardashians have said anything so far. She posts, "Yay, I love you." I don't want to do this on social media, but you keep bringing yes, it Yes, you do. Here. Yes, I know. You yes, do. you do. You are the father of my nieces and nephews, and I'm trying to be respectful, but please. St- and this is a Gemini to Gemini. This is a Gemini moon to a Gemini sun, right? Uh-huh. Uh, You are the father of my nieces and nephews. And I'm and and Chloe's doing exactly what he's doing. But she's pretending it's coming from the heart that she's like emotionally appealing to him for something. Whereas Kanye is like, no, I'm showing this to everyone. And this is why I don't like Chloe. Her thing is always like, no, I'm the good one. I'm the good one. And it's like demented. Yeah. It's like you're giving oxygen Further oxygen to this, yep. she says, "You are the father of my nieces and nephews, and I'm trying to be respectful, but please stop tearing Kimberly down and using our family when you want to deflect." Again, okay, stop with the... using
0: Kimberly's full name when you're trying to like be dramatic. It's the same yeah. as using one another just inappropriately.
1: Oh my god, I forgot about one another. Wait until I bet she says it in here. I'm fucking um,
0: hate I... one another. <sighs> yeah,
1: and then she goes again with the birthday narrative. Enough already. We all know the truth, and in my opinion, everyone's tired of it. You know exactly where your children are at all times, and you want it separate birthdays. I have seen all of the texts to prove it. And when you changed your mind and wanted to attend, you came. Like you have pointed out yourself, she's the one taking care of your kids 80% of the time. Please leave her and the family. That was a nice dig to get in. Please leave her and the family out of it so that the kids can be raised peacefully. I come from a place of love and I am happy to continue this conversation privately if you wish. No, you don't want to continue it privately. By privately, she means with the Kardashian cameras around so that, right. they, get fi- so that they get final edit.
0: I'm happy to discuss this further privately for the show.
1: Yeah, exactly. So then, can Candice jumps in. This is like the most wild day that- on the <laughs> internet since. I don't know when it's been this crazy.
0: I love this.
1: Candace jumps in and she's in her, I mean, I like, okay, I don't want to say I love her. But- I
0: don't agree with much of what she says, but I- I do love her I have to say
1: right like yeah I I love her but that goes (laughs) to
0: show though it's like you don't have to agree with what everyone says to actually she had me I sent you that thing she had me cracking up she had a really funny just like set that she posted like making fun of I mean her her rage towards women because she is a woman I think she can get away with it but it is she is so genuinely bothered by by human beings and she's (laughs) like she could be a great comedian if she were to apply herself in that way her rage is palpable
1: yeah yeah she's just like she's just annoyed at everything and the brand is the brand is bulletproof that's what I like about her when when she shows up you know what you're getting like if if only I was that had my persona that nailed down for like comedy or for whatever like when you see her coming you know what you're gonna get it's gonna be it's it's that thing Nora Ephron would say when you're writing you have to Decide what you're going to say. Tell them you're going to say it. Say it, and then repeat that you said it. Like one hundred percent.
0: Yeah. That she and she's doing a great job at that. She's yeah. crystal fucking clear.
1: And so, like, listen to this and tell me. I mean, if you were reading this off the page without my stupid voice, I love
0: you as the narrator,
1: but do it a Candice impression. Oh, let me try it. Okay. Yeah. Wait. What is there? It's very clipped. Yes. And it's very yes. fast. Yeah. And yep. it goes up, and then it goes back down. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what she says. My bigger question for Gigi is whether or not she felt it was bullying when Pete had your children's name carved into his neck. And was walking around with that after six minutes of dating Kim. I like Gigi. <laughs> she says this. I like Gigi. What? Do you guys hang out? Oh, cool. I did to see that she's weighing in on bullies in Hollywood now because everyone seems to be pretty tight lipped and not too concerned about mental health when a man had to watch the media pretend. it, to- And she never takes a breath. I don't know how she does it. Pretend it was normal for another man to tattoo his children's names onto his body. Was that trauma or violence? Like suddenly Candace is the attack dog against Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. really, how did we get here? It's so mm-hmm.
0: funny. There's tons of headlines I've seen the last few days, which is like Pete Davidson removes Kardashian themed
1: tattoos. It's like they're not Kardashian themed tattoos. Right. What did he get? Like a tattoo of a BBL on him? Like that would be Kardashian themed. Right
0: right? Like, no, Kim's name, my girl is a lawyer, all the kids initials like those are just for the Kardashians.
1: You know what I really liked the tweets after Tom Brady and Giselle, the report that they got divorce lawyers came out. People were like, posting pictures of Pete Davidson, like he's going to date her next. Oh, that's that was funny. That's so yeah.
0: funny. And come on, Pete, show us what you got.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Here's the thing about Candace's response. And then we can finally, finally, finally get into the astrology. I'm, I'm sorry. A this, this, is
0: takes- a, this is a joy. Okay,
1: good. This is taking a, like this. It's taking so long because I just can't believe it's so much. Many- Yes. And it's so messy. And it's so everyone jumping in at once. I mean, Kanye won. He still won. He still won. Uh And the the crazy, like, evil genius of it is when he saw that everyone was ignoring the bait for the first time ever. They were like, we're not taking the bait. We are not acknowledging these stupid White Lives Matter t-shirts. He knew exactly what to do to get everyone. He punched Mm -hmm. down onto a professional in the fashion industry and... Then everyone jumped in. Like he knew, he knew how to do. I mean, he is like a maestro. He's like a composer. He
0: literally is. Yeah.
1: I mean, he is a composer. So, okay. On Candace's podcast, which she posted yesterday, I'm pretty sure she started the first like two acts of the podcast ranting about culture and things that had nothing to do with this. Right. And like just random shit. So she said, when you say something like, oh, Candace Owens, we don't want you in our culture. You don't understand black culture. I have to keep reminding you that I don't want to be a part of this culture. I want to destroy it. I want to destroy it further than it's already destroyed itself. I want to go backward. Your idea of progressivism is clearly regressive. Our children cannot read. This is a new plantation. All of the same problems when slavery was in existence. So it's like, okay, I I I mean, her whole
0: thing, though, her whole thing is like I mean, it's why it's also kind of interesting and why I think that like politics is just going through such a massive transformation anyway now, because it's like she isn't pro the system. She she is, I guess, technically more of like a libertarian or whatever, but like, yeah, she's extremely
1: anti-government. She's a bootstraps Republican. She's a individual Pull yourself up by our bootstraps. That's yes. her thing. Yes. And like, don't fall into a culture that makes you, that makes you not succeed in life. It's up to you to pull yourself out of that. And right. She, and it's up to me
0: to tell you where you're missing the mark in terms of how you're perceiving what the media and with the government and what the, what the system is doing to fuck you, even though they're saying they're doing it to love you.
1: Right. And then, okay. So we know she's a smart girl. She, 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 she plays dumb sometimes. Listen to this. There's a deep irony and a sad irony when you consider that wearing a t-shirt has led such a to such a tremor throughout the world. A t-shirt that says white lives matter, which should be implied, right? It's like, Candace, no one's mad at you because they think white lives don't matter. Right. <laughs> not that's people. not what we're mad about, Candace. Like, we're not like, no, we no, hate they white don't. people. they right, We are right. bad. Like, stop saying that. Like, that's not yeah. what people are <laughs> mad about. It's because you're kind of like, you know, subverting a cause that's very important to a lot of people. That's why it's not about white lives. Like no one actually gives a shit about that. It's never been in question.
0: Let me be clear. No lives matter in the United States. Rich Uh, lives matter. And that's literally it.
1: Right. Big pharma lives matter. Like Sackler lives matter. That's it.
0: Corporate rich lives matter. Otherwise, fuck off. Succession. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So yeah, that's Candace's thing. She It's it's very Bill Cosby in the 90s vibe of pull your pants up, you know, and we all saw how that ended. Well,
0: wait, I actually don't know what that's a reference to, but he just gave me like a quiver down my spine.
1: I know he would always he did a lot of sets for a little while that where he was telling people like... You know, you get the Quaaludes, you put it in the drink, (laughs) do it yourself. No, he was like doing this extended thing where he was like always telling black kids that they need to pull their pants up and like. It's Jordan Peterson's eight rules for life. It's all of this like pull your pants up if I pulled them down. Right, exactly, (laughs) and like cover up the crime scene. No, it's right, right. (laughs) it, It is like this Jordan Peterson eight rules, eight rules for life. And there is something to be said for the idea that like people are becoming increasingly mopey and more want to blame their circumstances for things because we're becoming aware of our circumstances and aware of, you know, the way the system puts people down. And there is a fine line between becoming aware of it and wallowing in it. That is definitely true. That's a problem for every single demographic under the sun. I mean, rich kids are the worst offenders, you know? Right. Like when you read about any any nepotism celebrity when they finally get their book deal, they're like, I couldn't believe that my mother took me away on a private jet to go to a film set. And I I had to leave all my friends oh, behind right, while my right. three nannies you know what i mean it's like every person under the sun has this problem of being entitled and thinking that the world is working against them and there's nothing they can do about it and candace has applied it to this very specific subset of the population and she's chosen to blame hip-hop for it right it's like Okay, but it could also be capitalism. It could also be the the fact that we don't invest in public education. It could also be the fact that it's impossible for you to break into like any career worth a damn if you don't have adults training you how to do that from the time you're like ten. Well, you know? I and mean, we're
0: talking about like the the black culture in America specifically uh, we're probably referring to the hundreds of years of brutal slavery that was inflicted upon an entire population of kidnapped people and the aftermath especially when there have been little to no reparations given whatsoever Mm -hmm. it's like whether black lives matter the corporation or black lives matter the t-shirts or whatever the conversation about valuing human beings is the problem and the lack of conversation around valuing human beings is the problem with this country first and foremost so like to try to say like well fuck you black lives matter is a little bit like candace who do you like candace who who's doing a good job give me an example candace of leadership that actually is supporting black lives and the future of how we exist warmly together and lovingly together on this planet who's doing it right then
1: right no one Literally no one. So. And like,
0: and like, what, like, that's what I want to say to Candace. Like, well, Candace, what would you do?
1: Right. You're going to exactly. send everyone
0: to Donda Academy just for your clout?
1: Right. I, I mean, I guarantee you Candace Owens is not going to send her children to Donda Academy. There's Are no way sure, in hell. They're, yeah. they're going to go to like Harvard. And like, she's not wanting to disrupt the system. She's wanting to be a part of the already in place system and be at the right. highest echelon of it. And the problem with shitting on people who aren't a part of that is, Okay, what if they do take your advice and Mm -hmm. they do throw out all their CDs and they do start acting like you, then you're competing with everyone for jobs. Like if you're going to take part in a hierarchy, it kind of means that you're allowing there to be lower peons beneath you. I mean, either you can be at the top of capitalism and like shit, you, you can't shit on the people at the bottom because they're literally propping you up. You wouldn't exist without them. So I don't know. Yeah, it's not a good, not a good strategy. But I do also think like as a comedian, Kanye saying, I just thought it would be funny for me to tell a white person their life mattered. I I agree. That's kind of funny.
0: That, res- that resonates. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's why like, why like imagine, if seen... it,
1: imagine if it was like, if it was like Michael Che or Dave Chappelle or someone like calling 100%. out someone in the crowd out and being like I like a white guy and be like I just want you to know your life matters to me like that's that would be hilarious because it shows how condescending it is when white people do it well that's what does, I thought the whole show I, I, I took
0: it immediately as a joke I was like oh lol right and that's how I took it too which is like oh like how condescending how patronizing to be white lives matter and it's like then for everybody to be reacting in yeah. such a big way like I thought it was about the power of fashion and the And the condescending nature of these, like, movements that are pretending to care or say one thing, but then ultimately, you know culture doesn't really change. I mean, that is what Candace was saying in her broadcast after the incident. She was basically saying, like, statistically, Black culture has never been in a worse position. She was uh, saying uh, that the, uh, What? She was saying, well, I mean, lol, but she was saying that, like, since the Black Lives Matter movement, statistically, the Black population has been more impoverished and imprisoned and Oh, I don't
1: know. Ever. Maybe that's because the world shut down for a pandemic and literally everyone is struggling and kids didn't right. get to go to school for two years.
0: Right. So that's the thing. She sort of is conveniently pretending that everything has been business as usual. And ever since the BLM movement, we have actually just used that as a blanket excuse for like, looking like we care. And then otherwise, no one has done anything for for black America. I would love to know from Candace, like, what does progress mean to you? Like, Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and
1: use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
0: What does she, what is in her vision of like a perfect future for this country? What does, you know, I mean, she talks a lot about like, black culture isn't isn't distinguished black culture isn't you know polished they don't have and it's like
1: like please what about morgan freeman
0: lol well, and also like look at everybody that that stormed the Capitol on january 6th they are not that polished or distinguished either i mean right it's, it's like, just
1: like st- she's engaging in stereotypes
0: if we are operating within the how do i put it like
1: like what about the fascism girl boss in italy what about liz right. and margaret thatcher like it's it's a it's right. such a thing that people use all the time to pacify people to be like oh how could sexism exist there's a woman in office how could racism and they use this on Obama. How could there be racism? There's a black president. And it's like, I think maybe that's the point, like you're saying that Kanye is trying to make. That's exactly like, what I was going
0: to say, right. Even your visual proof of progress and your visual, you know, your outward expression of care, ultimately, they get to be the the, the corrupt power that is right. looking like change, but that ultimately is, is now just another part of the evil machine.
1: Right, exactly.
0: But I am confused about Kanye and Candace's stance on the machine because it seems like they are making their money, they are building their machine on tearing down the machine that supports them. And so- I'm
1: not seeing any tearing down occurring is the thing.
0: Well it's just tearing down in terms of like the social. The they're engaging of with- the- yeah, right, they're, they're engaging
1: they're- with it. They're talking about they're it. Poking they're poking engaging- holes in it. Yeah, they're you they're using it as material. Yeah. While at the same time it's lining their pockets. That's why like I thought White Lives Matter could have been a joke to him too, because it's like, who are the biggest money fashion backers in the world? They're all like european white guys so it's like it's kind of like a funny tongue-in-cheek shout out to like the backers or something you know what i mean like i
0: thought the whole thing was comedy i i'm shocked that it created such an up in arms it's kanye like he's also the same person that said George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like Kanye is I know, just I someone. Miss him. I know, right? Lol. But Kanye is just someone who is a troll. He is astrologically, he's a troll. He's a rabble rouser. He is here constantly. His moon in Pisces in the ninth house. He's constantly pushing the boundaries and also low key using those Piscean moon. So he's using his intuition. He's commenting on the culture at large, on the higher perspective of it. He's also confirming. Confusing us about what to Ninth House believe. He also is creating a huge amount of escapism in all of these sort of pranks that he pulls because at the end of the day, you're right, it isn't about the collection. It isn't about the music. He's not dropping singles and we're not wearing Yeezys. We're just talking about these charades. And so on some level, he's also diluting. He's also dimming his own light and doing that Pisces confusing thing, which I think maybe long-term probably serves him, but in the short term, it's creating a huge amount of... Of conflict. I also am curious as to how he could be so confident acting such a fool in the middle of a divorce. Like, why isn't he a little bit more buttoned up if he's trying to create any sort of long-term parental relationship with his children?
1: Well, I don't want to spoil it, but... In this week's episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians, there's a scene where he and Kim are being very jovial and it's while she is still dating Pete. Like, they're on better terms than they act on Instagram. Like, I think it's all part of the theater of their relationship. You know what I mean? Like, I think they are fighting sometimes. I think that he does take the Kardashians by surprise, but I think it's like a parlor game for them because he, I mean, where is Aquarius in his chart? Because he is the ultimate child emperor splashing around in the, in the sink with all this shit. Kanye's is playing us like pawns. Like that's an Aquarian trait to me. He sees the big picture and he knows exactly what's going to get us going. He's like yes. a lion tamer and we're all the lions. Yes. Like- and that's what I mean by child emperor. He's like, guess what? I'm gonna say free ice cream every day, and then like right. society collapses. You know, right? No more I homework.
0: Mean, you know, eighth house, Aquarius. So it's like he basically is intimately bonded and working with doing his black magic with the collective, the, with you know, mm-hmm. with the culture. It's just in but his like, house. What would he be? Cult-
1: what would he be doing if he wasn't famous? He
0: wouldn't not be famous,
1: right? He'd be famous for something else.
0: Yeah, he'd be famous for. He'd be Banksy,
1: but uh, he could never be anonymous.
0: Well, right. But he right. He wouldn't be Banksy, but he would be he would be like that, though. He would be like a Andy
1: Warhol or something. Andy,
0: yeah, he'd be tagging the streets with his brand. So Candace's moon is in Aquarius. Her sun and her Venus are in Taurus. Candace's sun is is exactly conjunct Kanye's wound, his Chiron, his Mars, and his Venus. And then they both have Mercury's in the late degree of Taurus. So while Candace actually has like the chart of a dictator, if we're using our Taurus-Aquarius theory, he's really doing that Taurus work and using that Taurus voice to then, in a very Gemini way, flip-flop around in the collective. They have their Jupiter is exactly conjunct in Gemini too. So when these
1: two... can I say something about their Mercury's real quick? Sure. Mercury is mercurial thinking brain. His first public overture to her was a tweet that said, I like the way Candace Owens thinks.
0: Boom. There you go. And that was real recognizing real like they he does like the way she thinks because he thinks like her. They think Mm. alike. And I think actually on some level, he's saying the same thing to her, which is like, hey, look, I don't know how conservative you actually are or if you actually have opinions about any of this shit. But I like the way that you're delivering everything you're delivering. It's exactly what we're saying, which is why we like her.
1: Which right. Is like, the okay, branding if- is on point. She's fun to listen.
0: Like she's a great performer.
1: You're listening to her talk and you're like, no, no, no. But you just keep listening because you're like, I want to hear more, even though I agree with none of it.
0: And sometimes she makes a few points that I find, like, I think that she's doing a good job of being really controversial, many cases, insulting, offensive, dangerous. And yet, because of her polish and the way that she is putting her segments together and the way that she is producing and performing this character in this role, doing this work, she, she's excellent. Like, she actually is somebody who, who, at the very rare instance that I agree with something that she's saying... I'm like, wow, I'm listening because I do respect you. I, I have a respect for her and I like to listen to her, even if it's just to solidify my own opposite opinion. She is extremely digestible and she That's is such extremely, a... you know, she's polarizing, but she's still really attractive.
1: She knows how to crystallize her points so that you're like, okay, I'll think about it. Yep.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting though, because it's sort of like, she, like, just looking at her chart on the red and the outside, like, she has the chart of a dictator. Like, this is, I would be curious to see who else's dictator charts. Like, I don't know if we remember from our research, but, like, she has a, a lot of Taurus energy. She has, she, has her sun, her, she has her sun, her Venus, her Mercury in Taurus. She has her moon and her north node in Aquarius. So, she really is very much concerned with, connected to inspired by drawn to pulled to working with the collective working with the kingdom in some way and yeah in her in her fantasy world dictator candace welcome to the welcome to candace states of america or whatever If
1: in another in another world she would be ahead of hr I think.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like a, a, yeah. Head a, of everything. Head of everything.
1: A, but like a tyrannical head of HR whose job it is to tell everyone what they're doing wrong and yes. notice what they're doing wrong and make them feel feel bad.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Even though and they I mean, can't help it. Well, and the other thing I think that's interesting is that when we look at like We're trying to look at feminist energy in charts. We're looking at Lilith, right? Candace's Lilith is in Libra. That's a difficult place for Lilith to be because Lilith in Libra, it's almost like, yeah, she is rejecting herself. She's rejecting quote unquote feminism. She's rejecting women culture, Black culture. She's rejecting herself and sort of sees it as this big rebellious, balancing act, creating think pieces for the collectives that are totally fucking rebellious and fuck the system and fuck this and my way or the highway. But she kind of doesn't even realize that in doing that, she's also attacking and putting down all the things that she is.
1: Yeah, I think a big part of her goal and her project is attacking the decadence of different movements like when a movement starts and it looks like a good idea the women's march then they start with the pussy hats they lost me there i was like this is fucking ridiculous like it was an it was a gut to be an annoying event she would look at that and be like i'm going to list exactly what what's unbalanced about this this is what's wrong with it she wants to balance everything out i mean i think she she should give socialism a try because if she, you know, like she's, she's never talking about balancing out capitalism, but maybe she is, I, you know, actually, I shouldn't say that because I do recall hearing her talk about some some industry or other being completely out of control um, in a way that resonated. So maybe she does talk about that sometimes, but it just doesn't get as many headlines because no one wants to talk about everyone would everyone's so much more preoccupied by identity politics right now, rather than rich people versus poor people. Sure. Like, I don't think she's completely like, I don't think she's completely for unfettered capitalism. Um, but yeah, that's why Lilith and Libra, like that resonates because I think the, the lack of balance in these social movements and political parties, it infuriates her and she really wants to fix it. And, and it just really annoys her.
0: Yeah. And I also think that, you know, she has her Mars and her Chiron almost exactly conjunct at like the zero and three degree of cancer that Lilith in Libra, the moon in Aquarius. I think that there is a part of her that even though she has all this Taurus, which is hypothetically very feminine, I think there's a part of her that really struggles with her relationship to her own femininity and her relationship to the chaotic dichotomy that is the feminine experience like she does Mm. seem to want to be very right crisp and concise and unemotional unemotional like this is what it is and she's sort of in in rejecting the movements and the sort of in in judging the aesthetic cultural you know, move, like the like making the pussy hats such a thing. And then like bashing all the, I mean, if you watch any of her shit, the amount of videos that she has online, they're like, how to know if a woman is crazy. And the punchline is just, they say they're a feminist again. It's like, Candace get on stage. These are better as jokes, but like, (laughs) she's, she is so angry. I think at the options laid before her of what it means to be a woman and how to be a woman. I don't think she has any answers necessarily, but I think that she is rejecting, you know, modern femininity and what it's doing is actually just creating more, again, like sort of just creating confusion instead of the thing about the feminine energy well- is that it's actually like an embrace of the duality the chaos the dichotomy I think she's totally comfortable creating chaos and then I don't think that she actually wants but I don't think she wants to inhabit that chaotic world unless it gives her something to then stand on a pulpit about and then be judgmental about even though ultimately there is a I think there's a real wounded feminine that is driving a lot of this you know unconscious you know sort of drives and motivations of Candace and I think that with Lilith in Libra, she doesn't realize that in many ways she's actually catering to the patriarchy. She's catering to men instead of just, like, you know, tearing down and then rerouting women. It's like she's yeah. she's, she's working in her own disservice as well.
1: I think... Being a woman feels unsafe a lot of the time going back to ancient history, because, yeah. you know, how did you hunt and gather food when you're laid up after having a child? How do you, I mean, the one thing that you're on earth to do before the women's movement is to have children, which can kill you. You know, it's like right. the, it's it's un, it feels unsafe to be a woman. It's an incredibly vulnerable position to be in from the time that you start puberty, And even before that, because of like sexual predators and stuff, but I guess they target boys too, unfortunately. But the thing that I think Iris, I don't know. The thing that resonates with me with a lot of Republican women is the frustration at Hillary Clinton as the best option and the frustration at the Clintons in general and Democrats because yes, I think Donald Trump, yeah, I mean he's a sexual predator. Yeah. It's se- it would seem. I think for sure. Yeah. And I also think Bill Clinton took advantage of his intern. And so it was very, very strange to see all these people jumping on Trump when it's like, okay, what about Bill Clinton? What about Wiener? What about all these other guys? Like These people who are worshiping the Clintons while also like hanging their hat on the the Trump rapist allegations, which I think are true. Which I think are true. And Bill Clinton has a bunch of, I mean, Trump brought Bill Clinton's accusers to one of the debates. Do you remember that? And like, everyone ignored it. Everyone just like pretended that that didn't happen. But then also at the same time, it's hashtag believe all women. It's just, this. this, it's a cognitive dissonance for me. And I think that drives a lot of conservative women crazy. And I think a lot of conservative women don't give a shit. And I think a lot of, you know, liberal women are just pretending it's not true. And that's infuriating. And it, and it makes you look like you're not a feminist when you voice it.
0: Right, right. Well, and I think that's part of her point. I mean, I think the other funny thing is that, right, I think that is part of what she's expressing, just that like there is so much hypocrisy and that no matter, I think that again, it's the point of the shirt. It's like no matter what any Democrat says or whatever the progressives say, ultimately, these are empty statements and empty promises and empty politicians and people that are actually acting the exact same way. They're just selling you something. And so I, I am with that but i think it's funny that she like if you watch any of her stuff she's always like every progressive that you know is a un like like how did she put it it's like it's an it's like a totalitarian a totalitarian a totalitarian dictator just an unexpressed totalitarian dictator like that's her whole thing like all progressives are just wanna be totalitarian totalitarian dictators and i'm looking at her chart i'm like no candace but you're a wanna be totalitarian dictator yeah but i i don't yeah like i I don't know i mean i understand her frustration with this idea of feminist as a brand and black lives matter as a brand but at the same time i don't necessarily hear her offering any actual solution other than think for yourself which is 100 percent essential it's also really difficult we can only think in terms of the material that we are working with and perceiving right. so like, it's like-
1: l- literally everyone was virulently racist until like you know 200 years ago and it's Straight only up. been slowly getting better since and like literally everyone was completely sexist thought women were less than and belong in the kitchen until like you know the 60s it's <laughs> like right. people don't think for themselves they just don't they sometimes try to uh, but for the most part, everyone's going with the flow, you know. Right,
0: and we don't really have a choice because we live in like a culture that has rules and that has laws and that we have to fit into in some way. You know, it's interesting too. Like Candace's moon in Aquarius is square her sun in Taurus, so there is within her an and a conflict between what she feels versus how she like wants to operate in the world and feel safe in the world. And so there's sort of like an interesting. I think dichotomy within her that she does a good job maybe of like masking or of, of working through or working with, but it's like on some level what she really wants is to be seen all that Taurus as this like divine feminine maternal, I am here. I am safe. I'm the safe space. Listen to mommy. But then on the inside with that Aquarius moon and North Node in Aquarius, she's a little bit like iron fist, like, who gives a fuck? Like, now that I've got you in my arms, like, what can I get from you? How can I, you know, how, what can I take here so that I can then bring it back into the, like, how can I use you for my work with the collective? There's a cool detachment to her. So I think she's always kind of working with this on the one hand, desire to seem like this, like safe, divine, feminine resource. That's actually telling you the basic truth versus this sort of more emotionally detached visionary within her that's going like okay fuck everything fuck everyone what can i say to just like continue to get followers continue to get likes how do i continue to raise my platform so that ultimately i am that i am safe in my own power to say whatever the fuck i want and to do whatever the fuck i want but i do think the real actual issue is that on a fundamental level i'd be interested to know a little bit more about her childhood were were there things that maybe have happened that
1: I was literally going to just bring that up. She went through a really traumatizing racist experience in high school.
0: Oh, so
1: let me get the deets.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah. She talked about it on a podcast I listened to. Okay. Um, she's from Connecticut. No shit. This threats case filed by Stanford high students settled for $30,500. So, this is from the News Times? That sounds real.
0: LOL, the News Times. <laughs> right.
1: Nothing to see here, just the News Times. <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. The Board of Education spent twenty-five grand on legal expenses about it. Come on, give me the dirty details.
0: Come on.
1: This is from the Connecticut Post, which sounds a little bit more like a real thing. Sure. In 2007, Owens, a senior at Stamford High School, made headlines for a very different reason. She was the victim of an alleged racial hate crime, which peripherally involved the son of Democrat Governor Danelle P. Malloy, then mayor of Stanford. She was racially targeted by the son of a Democrat politician. The incident set off a chain of events that she said eventually sparked her political ideology. Two years ago, Owens wouldn't even have called herself a conservative. The voicemails left on Owens's phone by four boys in a car altered her life, she says. They started off by telling me that they were going to kill me just because I was black, Owens wrote in a 2016 op-ed published in Hearst, Connecticut Media. They warned me that if they found me at home, they're going to unload a bullet into the back of my head. Owens told the principal and the story spread quickly to state and national media, especially when Malloy acknowledged that his son was in the car. The NAACP held press conferences with Owens. Police and FBI investigated the incident and one 17 year old boy who Owens says was a friend of hers was arrested. Her family sued the Stanford Board of Education for failing to protect her and won a thirty seven thousand five hundred dollar settlement. If I was a leftist, or if I was a true Democrat, I would relish in victimhood. I would love that. I would, This is Candace talking, obviously. I would say, I'm Black. I'm a woman. I can't do anything, and it's all your fault. That situation in high school would be the pinnacle of my life, but I hated it. I cowed away from it. It ate me alive because I felt there was permanence in what was said about me. In response to Owens' experience in high school, she decided to launch an anti- cyberbullying website. How very woke of her. Yeah. Essentially, a searchable database of offensive speech found on social media. She launched a kick she would be so against this now Mm -hmm. she launched a kickstarter to fund the effort and received a flood of criticism in response she somehow jumped to the conclusion that liberals posing as trump supporters online were behind the attacks because they did not want her to unmask them okay she convinced herself that the people being racist were not trump supporters but liberals using sock puppet accounts I mean, stranger things have happened. Remember that time when that conservative got caught that it was a white conservative from Pennsylvania tweeting. He thought he was on a sock puppet account and he was like, I'm black and I'm gay and Obama did nothing for me. And it was this literal white guy (laughs) (laughs) that really happened. Amazing.
0: Well, but I mean, it's all really interesting because whether she's right or wrong. I mean, the only fact that she has is that the person who she is sure was attacking her specifically was this Democrats son, this, this prominent Democrat son.
1: And how interesting that she says, I didn't, I, I could have made this the pinnacle of my life, but I haven't have you not. Right. Because it set you on the path that you're on. And like, but I think, It's like she's hurt. She's wounded. She's upset that a guy that she trusted who she thought was her friend gave her a death threat to impress his friends because she's black. Like that has to be so devastating to the point that it would never leave you. And I think like she's just now trying so hard to show us how strong and resilient she is instead of that she's a victim of this horrible hate crime.
0: Yeah. And it's almost like it sort of makes sense because I don't, I don't disagree with some of her opinions and I understand where she's coming from, but there is a real anger. At black culture and the way that black culture interacts with the way, you know, I understand why the black lives matter movement could get under her skin, especially if she feels that she's coming from the lived experience of who the fuck cares what your politics say. You're actually an abuser and you're actually scaring me. And I also think there's like such a, again, that Lilith in Libra, there's like such a rejection of her own truth, which is that she was attacked for being. A Black woman and that that is vulnerable and it is scary and it did hurt her I think instead she's like I don't get to be a victim I don't get to let that stop me I'm not gonna take that on as a personality and then it's like actually Mm -hmm. what you ended up doing is literally even if you're the antithesis of you, you made being not not gonna lay down and be some black woman victim you actually made that your whole identity
1: I know it's really an interesting like mind exercise because it goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. Like, I think there is a difference between acknowledging hardship and wallowing in it. And we all have to kind of figure out how we're going to chart that course. And social media especially has created a market for wallowing. I mean, you can't deny it. It's like the best way to kind of spread things around, like even to the point where people I know who are comics Have, have switched completely to posting like social justice stuff because it gets you followers quicker than jokes. You know, like it's, it's just, it is, it is tempting. And I have to stop myself from doing it all the time. Maybe I'm only speaking about myself. You know what I mean? It's like when I, whenever we talk about like things that I like celebrity situations that involve things that I've been through, I'm like, ooh, like sometimes you feel that righteous feeling of like, yeah, like, that happened to me too. And, and like, I was a victim of that and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes it's just better to get over it a little bit. Is that fucked up? Uh,
0: No, I don't think it's fucked up. I think not to, not to say
1: anything that I've ever gone through is anything like getting a death threat from a friend that is never, especially not for a, for a racial reason that nothing even remotely approaching that has ever happened to me, but I'm a Democrat friend. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, I don't know. I, I understand why it's, Like, I understand why people do want to stay in that mode of talking about what happened to them over and over again. And I understand why that can be a dangerous mindset as well.
0: There's absolutely a need for people to express themselves authentically and to share what they've been through and what they've been going through. I don't dislike Candace's approach of going hard the other way with it, which is like, like, we're not wallowing. We are taking an active leadership role in the conversation about this in a totally different way or a conversation facing the other direction. But I just think, yeah, it's like we just don't really have healthy coping mechanisms and we don't really know how to relate to each other in a healthy way in our society. We don't know how to relate to ourselves in a healthy way. So I just think, yeah, a lot of times the whole victim mentality and the whole victim identity does become your whole identity and that there really is no growth available from there. And
1: Yeah. And I understand why she is so desperate to not become that person yeah she and, refuses
0: to be a victim
1: yeah and i understand why she would distrust democrats for the rest of her life thousand
0: percent.
1: I, like okay fair sure and you know there's really there's so much hypocrisy in both of the parties like totally. everyone when they get up to a certain level of success becomes a monster in politics and you know, the there's only one. Actually, no, that's not even true. I was going to say the Democrats are the only side that has this holier than thou stance. But the Republicans, a lot of the time, their stance is literally holier than now. We are acting on the Bible. So both right, sides like we're
0: not abortion is murder.
1: Right. Like both sides have their own stupid moral high horse that helps no one helps no one.
0: 100%. Now, I do have to go because we have to go to Grandma's to break the fast. Thanks for killing this time of me not eating for the last few hours, but um the last thing I want to say is check out these two chart twins just for shits and giggles. I pulled up Gigi Hadid's chart as well. Gigi Hadid and Candace Owens Taurus suns. Stop. Aquarius moons.
1: Stop it. Stop it. You're lying.
0: Nope. They are two ends of the same coin. Two sides of the same coin.
1: How can we leave it here? Hopefully they'll keep fighting. Hopefully they'll keep fighting and we'll do a a part two on like Friday or something. How was Gigi born in 1995? I was functioning. I I was fully aware of my mortality. The Olympics were in Atlanta were one year off. I was ready. To be a human.
0: Candace's north node is in Pisces. So her real life's work really is to maybe, you know, get out of the Virgo nitty gritty of the details of the language and the whatever, but it is to bring a higher awareness, a dissolution, sort of dissolve A lot of the current social paradigms and bring people to a place of higher love or bring people to a place of higher whatever artistry like I think her I think she can do it I think she's doing it I think her association with Kanye actually is bringing her into her life's work which is to really be influential in a what may appear to be confusing or or nebulous or kind of different sort of way, but it actually is ultimately from a place of love for the sake of love. So hopefully she she continues to pursue that. But I think Gigi's interesting because Gigi has her. And I think they both make
1: each other feel seen. And I think that if she does want to keep beating this hip hop is the root of all evil drum, I I don't know. She's going to have to choose between that and the Kanye friendship.
0: (laughs) That would be a conversation. Like that's where it's like they, I would love to hear a conversation about That between them, I would love to know what he thinks, you know, about that take of hers, and I would love to know what she would have to say to, or what she would say to his face about the impact of his music on the culture.
1: Yeah, here, here,
0: we call for it. But the last thing I'll say is, Gigi's South Node is conjunct her son. Gigi's North Node is in Scorpio, so there's something about Gigi, like Gigi's life's purpose actually is to move away from that safe Taurus persona and move into the depths of Scorpio, actually get into the psychological, into the psychology, into the behind closed doors, less obvious. So it's like, you know, do they both want to be dictators? Absolutely. But I do think that Gigi is, her homework assignment here is to get a little bit, like a little bit off this the surface like the surface things a little, it's like even like for this to be where Gigi decides to take a stand. It's like, well, I don't know, Gigi. It also seems like Zane like fist fought your mom. Like, I don't know. It's like, she might want (laughs) to, she might want to like good, good thought Gigi, but it's like, I think Gigi's instruction in this life is actually to go a little bit deeper and to become a little bit more of a nuanced thinker to actually connect with people on a more, like deeper yes. soulful level. Whereas like just the like, word
1: out of my mouth, really nuance. Easy.
0: This is a really easy place for her to be like, oh my God, don't do that. Like, not like because her commenting on this, even if it's anti-Candice Kanye, is pro-black women, it's pro-fashion, it's anti-bullying. You'd think Candace would like it a little more, but it's like you know, but even that I would love to hear Candace and Kanye talking about bullying. And like, does Candace think Kanye is a bully? What did she, what is her definition of bullying? What is every? I mean, all of this is really just bringing us into these higher level conversations about language and culture moving forward that have us all asking ourselves. And to Candace's point, perhaps we should do it in a sort of independent way and feel out what is or is not true for ourselves or whatever, or actually ask ourselves, what are we doing versus what are we saying versus what are we like subscribing to without any actual, you know, uh, like meat, like without any actual reverence for the cause anyway. So, you know, who knows, but I do think, I think it's really interesting that they are the two that are kind of coming out on the top of this conversation and they have almost the, I mean, April 23rd to April 29th, they have almost the exact same sun, two degree Taurus, nine degree Taurus, you know, and then their moons, we have 20 degree Aquarius and 19, they have their moons in the exact same place. They're coming from the exact same place.
1: Yeah. I think Gigi's a really sweet person. And, uh, I would say that her biggest, like, I, I don't know. I don't think she's had any, I'm, I could absolutely be wrong. I have no idea, but like the trauma that Candace had in high school, I don't think anything remotely like that that I know of has happened to Gigi. I think that this causes her to be a little bit like deficient in the irony, nuance, and sense of humor department. I don't and know. Also if sort that's... of funny,
0: like iron irony deficient.
1: Yes. Irony deficiency. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think she's a sweet person. And I think that like I don't know, like to say I don't think it's my place to comment on two black people wearing a White Lives Matter shirt. Anyway, like I right. mean My biggest comment on it is, oh, you're like trolling and I'm going to try to think of what you mean about this, but I'm not going to like yell at you. It's not my place. Like you're, I mean, him calling out that journalist, that is the part that I take issue with because, you know, I don't, I don't think it's cool when celebrities punch down at the people who are, who are just working people in this world. But But it's like sort of just
0: like Gigi, like you're giving him what he wants. He doesn't not want to fight with people. Like he's causing fights like if you really wanted to fuck with Kanye it would be to have no response no, it's literally like a child in the car that like finds out that that fuck is a bad word and then they're like fuck 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 fuck, yeah. fuck 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 you can't be like stop stop they're gonna keep going like you have to just literally like you know make it not a big deal if you you know what I mean like Kanye is he, he is childlike in that way and he is attention-seeking and rabble-rousing, and we're, we're just playing right into it.
1: Yeah, exactly. All he wanted
0: was for people to talk about this show, and while we're not talking about the clothes, we are certainly talking about it. It's the only thing from Paris Fashion Week that we're talking about, so he wins again.
1: One time, someone at The Observer uh, asked Gigi Hadid what she wanted for Christmas, and she said that she wanted... um Whole Foods gift cards so she can give them the home- to homeless people.
0: Oh. <laughs> or just buy Whole Foods gift cards and give them to homeless people, Jeej. I know. I was like, oh, oh my Very God. sweet answer. Very sweet very answer. Very sweet, but like
1: hilarious. She thinks Whole Foods is the only like supermarket. Like Also,
0: like you get a bunch of, you get a bunch of homeless people walking through Whole Foods and they are not going to feel as warm and fuzzy as you're imagining, Jeej. <laughs> They're,
1: <laughs> They're going to be-, be like,
0: they finally use...
1: bone broth right
0: swiftly <laughs> yeah i'm just looking do you have any of the cooked shrimp sushi it's like these people are not going to be that comfortable
1: so she's just foods. she's just like a sweet summer child you know yeah. and i think yeah. it's i think it's nice that she's trying to trying to get involved
0: <laughs> it's just like Gigi, come on but yeah Gigi <laughs> and candace they they are they are here to work together i mean they, they're twinsies in whatever way they they do have more in common than they realize it's just also Gigi's young like Gigi has not had her Saturn return yet so it's like yeah she's coming upon it that we're gonna see a shift in Gigi for sure between you know 2023 and 2025
1: do you know what they both have Taurus what? face they both
0: have to- well okay so actually I was gonna ask you this Candace say- Owens
1: looks like such a Taurus
0: no they're absolutely both Taurus face but okay after watching all of this Candace clips does Candace gets Botox
1: I don't know. It's harder to tell with black people because they don't get wrinkles
0: like like we do. But her forehead doesn't really move.
1: I don't know. She's a pro, you know, she probably she I I I wouldn't be surprised. She I'm sure she gets the works. She knows how to present herself. You know, She
0: looks fucking great, though. I I hate how much I love her. I really do love her, though. Damn, I really I I would choose to hang with Candace over Gigi, even if it meant we were going to argue all night. And the
1: high school trauma really puts it all into perspective.
0: Absolutely. She doesn't know who to trust.
1: Yes. Yes. She she is
0: alone out there. I don't know if she even thinks of herself as like a conservative or Republican, like even maybe for, for like, you know, I, I could see it being for like entering the job market purposes like the branding of being a conservative pundit is easier like even my friend yeah you know cat cat's a comedian cat is a fox mm-hmm. news anchor she's pretty much doing like only comedy on gutfield, she might even have her own show now she's doing really well but like if you you know and she's i guess technically a libertarian but it's like she was one of my best friends it's like if you hang out with cat you're not like you're not with somebody who's like some staunch conservative Republican. She is like giving out acid and abortions at her birthday parties. It's like, not like she's some stiff stuffy, but she is on Fox news. And I do think that like, I just think that like the whole, the whole might cut that if it's not interesting, but I I just think that like the whole, the the whole structure of the way that we think in terms of Democrat, Republican, libertarian, socialist, politics are melting because Candace is right about one thing. Everybody in positions of major power in the government or in the corporate sector, which is really the same thing, are fucking corrupt. And right. you know, she just better be careful that she doesn't dip her toe too far into that water that then we get her on something, too. It's like if you're going to I'd say, Candace, to you remain remain truthful to your independent? I, I don't know. I just think I would rather she be an independent, like, pundit well, than a conservative. Wolf. She's, she is a lone wolf. I mean, Aquarius moons feel like lone wolves, like that are responsible for the people. Why did they both feel the need to comment and participate? Because they both Aquarius moons they don't care care, but they do care about the collective at large, and they both would need to say something as these Taurus sort of divine earth mothers, they feel like they need to be the voice of feminine reason and they just have different opinions
1: I think Gigi thinks she has a higher calling than fashion but she doesn't know what it is yet because she has sort of soft retired and kind of passed the torch to Bella for for a few years now Mm. um and I think Candace would agree that all of this even this podcast is a distraction from the fact that rich people are screwing everyone
0: yeah but then it's like Candace are you rich right Like, Candace, be careful before you get too rich, like our boy Kanye, who now is just a rich person screwing everyone, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. So but yeah, I mean, in terms of just in terms of the Democrat versus Republican thing, it's like it's it's irrelevant. It is irrelevant in the sense that one side wants to take away our abortion rights and gay marriage and the other side doesn't. But in terms of screwing us financially, they're all on the same page.
0: Well, and it's not only screwing us financially, but screwing us emotionally in terms of like the amount of uh, i mean it's why they make good like i love political thrillers i love political crime because it's like they fuck with us emotionally they fuck with us they fuck with our sense of safety like when you find out how much behind the scenes shit the reason that we're all like don't trust the media partially why that is this i'm not like that i'm not like that i think that's a
1: really sophomoric take
0: Yeah, but it is a it is a big take that like everybody is participating in in one way or the other. The reason that that is a take is because there is just so much distrust from the top down that no one knows who to believe or what's true. And everyone's trying to figure out what side everyone's on and who are you actually working for and who's actually paying your bills. We've got people in sock puppet accounts talking about being a, a gay black pastor. And it's some guy on the wrong account. We find out he's tidy whitey. He's, you know what I mean? It's like the, the, the Republicans are paying or the Democrats are paying the other party to go vote for these other people because the chances of them, it's all just fucking game. It's just game game game, 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 game. Everybody's just trying to win. And the only people that really win are the people that are participating in these power games and then using it to their advantage in terms of stock trading or lobbying or just controlling whatever narrative or whatever financial flow serves them. And like, that's really fucking it.
1: Yeah. I will just say that the media is, does not have a coordinated attempt to suppress and control information.
0: No, I do not think that the media has, has that, but I do think no one in
1: the media Media is making enough money to give enough of a shit to, to uphold a narrative that's not true.
0: I agree with that. But I also would say that the people that own the networks, I agree. The pundits don't really. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, just hire hire me. Megan Kelly's bouncing from here to there to here to there. Nicole Wallace bouncing from here to there. But I do think that yeah, I'm talking about journalism,
1: journalism, right. but not I think that that's, just talking on TV.
0: But that's really confusing, I think, for people when people are talking about the media, they're talking about. They're talking about talking head opinion analysts or people that, you know, a a, a journalist is different than a Fox News morning anchor. And a journalist is different than a MSNBC personality.
1: Right. Like if you're getting all your news from the TV, you're playing yourself.
0: Right. So that, but I think that's the issue is like when we're talking about like the media versus the news, like the issue is when we're talking about the news and where do you get your news? Hopefully it's not from one of these news shows on a news station. And yeah, that's it should the be fuckery.
1: a newspaper. And you should know that no one knows the full truth about anything. So if Ever. someone misses, if someone misses something, don't assume that it's nefarious and a conspiracy theory. Like the fact that the, a lot of this the footage coming out of Iran isn't being uh, covered by the mainstream media is because it's unverifiable because they've cut off the internet. You can't just post a video and be like, Oh, this is what's happening when you have no idea. So that's why you're seeing it on social media and not on like, you know, CNN.com and things like that.
0: Yeah. I mean, we could get, we go on and on. I have to go get ready for grandmas, but even that though, it's like what it should be in is the new York times.com or, you know, it's like,
1: Right. But they can't verify it. It's unver, it's impossible to verify. It's just like, post something that someone claims to be there to be to But then be isn't footage. it like,
0: okay, so and so get on the ground, fly there, go find out.
1: Right, but there's not enough resources, there's not enough money and like well, people, I'm sure people are there but they're not going to be in exactly every place where every viral social media video is being shot. Like right. It's people are doing the work behind the scenes to verify these things and it's not going to be out as quickly as a random like comedian who wants to go viral or an influencer who wants to go viral is able to post it and be like, why isn't the media covering this? Like they are, they're just actually verifying it instead of recklessly posting it for clout like you. So that's why.
0: But again, though, I think that it's hard because when we're talking about the media, there's a difference between PBS, MSNBC, Fox, like,
1: right. That's why I hate when people blanket shit on it. That's why I hate when people blanket say the media is lying. Lying to us. I just think it's, and you didn't say that. You've never said that because you're a no. smart person. It's a, it's a very stupid thing to say. Like, and people are saying it more and more and it's just so cringe.
0: But I think if anything, the issue actually is that the corporations and the governors, the government at large, they are actually lying to us creating a whole yeah, but the system of confusion.
1: The government's not the media though.
0: That's what I'm saying though. But like, there is lying, being done. It's just not necessarily by the media at large. It's, there's a huge amount of confusion in terms of what is true or not true or safe or unsafe, or the details of the intricacies intricacies of what happens behind closed doors, because, because the the capitalism and money are fucking us and people are at the top looking out for their own best interests. And so, yeah, truth is, oh, hi husky, what a cutie. Truth is just so Relative and yeah, it's not the journalists who are like lying. They have no reason to. It doesn't. We're getting lied to.
1: We're right. getting lied to, and then they just lie to the journalist's faces. And what are the journalists supposed to do? Like, I think exactly. people actually, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think people actually think that journalists have a database every morning where they log in and see all the state secrets, every disaster that's happened in the right. world, and every detail about it, and then they pick and choose what to put in. No, that's not how it works. You have to go out and find the information. You have to verify it. It's extremely hard. Every journalist wants to be doing good work. Every journalist wants to be spreading the truth. Like some people might have an agenda. Guess what? There's another person out there with an opposing agenda. Read both of them. How about that? Right. Read more, not less. Which is why
0: like I do listen to Candace and I do like Candace. I don't agree with most of her opinions, but like, I do get something out. It is enriching to hear someone speak on something in a completely different way. And as a result, I get to formulate my own. That is how I formulate my own opinions. Take a little of this and I take a little of that. But even that isn't necessarily true or right. Getting information from a number of different sources and then synthesizing it similar to when you look at, don't don't try to Google your fucking chart. Don't try to understand what a 12th house, whatever means. That's one piece from a lot of different sources, but it's all needs to be synthesized. And I think because we have walked away from this culture of contemplation and we have turned our back on really learning how to apply how do critical I like com- critical complex thinking. Everything is so rapid fire. Post it faster. Do this faster. Have your opinion faster. Put something out faster. You know, there is just a lot of sort of shallow politicking going on and debating going on and thought leadership when really it's much more complex than that in every single case. And we're never really gonna know what Candace or Kanye thought about this other than they were like, we're gonna break the internet and they did.
1: I think that sums it up. And they distracted everyone except us from talking about the big issues. And really, like, what was Kanye? A lot of people talked about big issues because of this.
0: I think it's also, like, what what was Kanye trying to avoid? Is his collection just butt ugly? Like, why didn't he want us to focus on his clothes?
1: Right. Also, like, it picked a convenient time to uh, decide to hop in because she's in the midst of a photoshopping scandal that she doesn't even seem to understand why it's a scandal so it makes complete sense that she decided to fall on the grenade
0: wait and okay real quick and then i have to go what did chloe do
1: we got to try in
0: every episode she posted
1: this picture of herself where she was she literally looked like um she looked like a treble clef <laughs> that's <laughs> the only way i can describe it
0: <laughs> wow we know what she she's was- gonna be for halloween
1: yeah. Like just completely nonsensical So funny. So then people noticed, um, she deleted it and reposted it. And then she decided to tweet about it, which, and it's, it made sense that she deleted it and reposted it. Cause she looked insane. Um, Then she, she posts, she tweets this thing that was like, I didn't post the picture, guys. Calm down. Someone on my team posted it. And it's like, but why did it exist?
0: Right.
1: Like, that's not the, the issue isn't like who posted this photo. It's why are you Photoshopping? Okay. She said, she said, I never even posted this photo. Maybe my glam did, but I didn't. Also, I mean, dot, 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 the bent lines in the back, LOL, please. It's like. So what, your team just has carte blanche to... Photoshop the shit out of you and you and you don't even look at it before it goes up? What are you trying to say? And then she goes, Wait, not saying my glam did that either. I'm just saying I didn't post this photo on my page. Where's the receipts that I did? LOL people are so weird.
0: But what do you mean where are the receipts? This aren't there screenshots of it? Right. She she
1: thinks the problem is that that she's not the one who posted it.
0: Unless she's saying, like, I've been hacked and somebody stupidly face tuned a picture of me that then they posted to make it look like I am truly out of my damn mind. Like, unless she's Accusing someone of actually trying to make her seem mentally unwell. She just seems mentally unwell.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. Maybe she's saying it was never on her page in the first place, and that maybe someone on her glam team posted it because there's this new trend of glam people photoshopping their clients in the pictures that they post on. Okay, well, Instagram. then they're not
0: doing a great job at glam.
1: Exactly. It's such an indictment of their own skills that Man, they're supposed to be good at.
0: Yeah, that is fucking ass backwards. Speaking of treble clap, that That's ass backwards. And I got to go to Yom Kippur and atone. So let's have so
1: much not fun. I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. It's
0: going to be fun. It's atonement. It's great. By the time we get to dinner, it's great. because Everyone's like, hurrah. We didn't eat for 24 hours. We win. What a great year we're going to have. We did it. We atoned. Mazel. We atoned. So yeah, I'm going to go toned his ass. And uh, to be continued. I love it. Leave five star review and follow Molly and Sarah on all the social medias and come to the next moon. on Sunday.
1: Yay. Space trash, trash in space, space trash,
0: lifestyles, the rich and Uranus Space trash.
1: Celebrities, they're trash,
0: but the astrology can help us understand
1: transmission incoming.
0: (laughs) Planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen.